a special podcast, midweek spot podcast. We have three Texans who are going to the NCAA National Championships for the first time ever for Cal Baptist. See, now you guys, they say in their press releases that you're not supposed to call it Cal Baptist anymore. I can't change that. I can't. It's been too long. They want it to be CBU or California Baptist University. No, it's Cal Baptist. So anyway, we have Cameron Cullen. We have Zach Lauer. We have Cabot Ferguson, all members of the team of the WWPA champion, Cal Baptist Lancers. How are you guys doing? Great. Thanks, James. Congratulations. This is big news. Um, I Now, the circumstances of the season are bizarre, as we all know. But I do wonder whether you had thoughts at the beginning of the season about actually being, uh, well, invited to the national championship, but WWPA champions just in and of itself. So, Zach, tell us a little bit first. You've been here the longest. You're the old man on the team now. So just how different was this season compared to your prior ones? And I mean, I'm, we all know that it was, but just can you, if you can describe how. Um, so obviously, like you said, WWPA champions is always a goal that we have, um, no matter the circumstances. But this year just was crazy different. Um, we came in the fall semester. I'm expecting to have a big season to compete against UC Davis or UC San Diego for WWPA championship. Um, and that just kind of got all um, like just turned over, I guess, when I actually came to start um, hell weekends, I was the first positive, you know? So it was like, it was like, that's not how you want to start <laughs> um, in the fall at all. But from then on, we had to start, um, just limiting contact, um, testing weekly um, until season got postponed spring. Um, tell us how early you guys were able to hop back in the pool in any way. Man, the first time in the fall was way later than we expected. I think it was late August. Um, and we usually get in in the summer, you know, so it's like, crazy that we had to wait that long you're muted and and i'm assuming at that point that um you're just basically doing swim workout it's goggles time lane lines and the whole thing right for the first few weeks it was just to limit contact from um just what we've done over the summer being with our families no one knew who um who came in contact with who so we definitely limited it um for the first two weeks in order to um just train at all right and keep conditioned okay and uh, let's get into some details though so zach tied for the top of the team and all and points um i think my guess is knowing you that you're well see goals are glorious but assists you know everybody thinks that they're the coolest so you're the assist leader uh, on the team um just tell us remember when you and i talked four years ago about how different things were like what have you learned what why is it so different now it's college water polo is a different game. It's it's team based. The only way you're gonna win is playing with the guys in the pool next to you. Um, I learned a lot over the four years. Um, I came in goal hungry and I finished just wanting to put get the guys the ball to put the put it in the back of the net. Honestly, um, if we're getting a W, that's all I care about. Um, freshman year, I definitely. Um, you know, you want to pad your stats. You want to make yourself look good. Finishing with a WWPA championship, there's nothing beating that. Um, it's a dream come true, honestly. 
Cameron, I knew you had some choices in schools, um, and I'm, I imagine that Zach had at least a little bit of sway in your selection for California. Cal, she's almost called a California Baptist. I refuse to do that. Um, so is there any way to describe the fact that you your first year, you played very well, ranked fourth on the team in points overall? I'm not sure anybody expected that, and maybe you did, but I'm not sure anybody else did. Um what what was your experience like from the very beginning in the sense of and, and I'm really interested in like this big question, which is when did you know that you could do this? And, you know, there's there's something to be said for somebody who comes to a collegiate program and, you know, sort of does well, but nothing spectacular. When did you realize, oh, yeah, I'm I'm fit, I'm a good fit for this program? Um, I think it um, kind of started last semester at the beginning of the year. I, I was kind of have a hard time really adjusting to being away from home and having such hard practices. Um, and I took some time uh, to really talk with like the coaches and the upper leadership, um, especially Zach. And they really like encouraged me to uh, like stick it through and keep working hard. And it was hard at the time because there was no insight and goal of playing games or really didn't even know if there was going to be a championship game to play for. Um, but I would say the point that I knew that I could do something special this season um, was at the very end of last semester, we had a scrimmage and I really kind of like broke through and scored like a couple goals in the game. And I was like, Oh man, this is uh, I could get used to this. And so I came back uh, this semester, like worked hard and um, started playing some, uh, some games and getting used to the experience. And uh, I think I, I still have some uh, room to improve on um, the freshman year is just a start. And I'm, looking forward to playing uh, next season. You had that, you had that sort of epiphany. You realized that you could actually do this. Was it a surprise to you? Or did you think it was um, going to come was, at some point? You just don't know when. I, I, I think I knew I could be successful. Um, you know, it was hard at first, but especially whenever I got into the games uh, this semester, I, I kind of realized it was a little bit easier um, than I like made it out to be. Like I had this big, um, idea in my head of oh college is going to be so like difficult and, and dirty and just a ton of like conditioning um, but once I really like committed to the team and put in the practice hours I thought it was um, like hey I can do this I can really uh, like make a difference on this team and that was really special for me. How about you, Cabot? I mean, uh, actually, yours, yours is an interesting case. You're uh, from California, came to Texas at, uh, at some point, picked up water polo freshman year is do I have that right at, at Marcus high school yeah. um apparently a goalie from the very beginning um you had a, you tell me if I'm wrong so the no field play as far as I can understand did you have that same kind of epiphany when you showed up at Cal Baptist that I can do this um no <laughs> basically for me it was there was a lot of adjusting um so I got there coming from Marcus as pretty much the star player uh, and like the coach's favorite and basically getting to do whatever defense I wanted and like controlling the team and then coming to uh, Cal Baptist and being uh, the bottom of the barrel, the backup goalie. Uh, and I'll admit my, uh, the fact that I never played field definitely showed up like my long passing wasn't at the collegiate level uh, and like I couldn't shoot as good as the other, even the other goalies, uh, which I didn't know would come up, but it was an issue. Uh, and then like, 
I think it's the first semester went on and we practiced. I started getting used to the speed of the shots and uh, kind of learning that it's less about just being able to get to the ball in college and sometimes even just like being good enough to prevent the shot from coming just by like coordinating defense or uh, like making sure they score on the other side. Uh, so I would say kind of halfway through this semester is when I finally started feeling like I was a collegiate athlete and I could actually like go toe to toe with these other goalies and, uh, and like actually make consistent stops against field players. You have a senior goalkeeper who's the MVP for the entire league. Um, you know, the, the, it's not typical for a freshman to come in and challenge somebody who's that experienced and who's that, uh, that, uh, you, know, you know, that, that has uh, that reputation, but you have to think he's graduating, right? So there's gotta be some sense that, uh, you know, next fall, this is when you're going to shine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've had a lot of conversations with uh, Casey and Kevin about this year, what I could do to just get like a couple minutes here or there or uh, like what I need to do to kind of get ready for next year. And hopefully the other goalies don't watch this, but I'm kind of really hoping to get the starting spot next year, uh, even though we do have a sophomore right now, that'll be a junior. Um, and then, yeah, since we had Gabe, the senior goalie, it was pretty much uh, impossible to get any play time this year because he was like the definite choice whenever we had any game that uh, we needed to win. Okay, let's talk about the season. Um, again, bizarre season. Um, I, I think I watched all three of your games at Air Force, which was a mixed bag. Um, I did think it was kind of funny that Air Force advertised it. Like this was a huge conference win and we get the first seed. So I don't know whether you're arresting guys for one games or others, uh, but it was, it was fun to watch. Um, but it is true. They were the number one seed. You were the number three seed. What did you have confidence, Zach, from the beginning that the, that was not really your proper spot and that you could succeed uh, against everybody else? Understood. We, we knew what we had to do and we knew, what the end of the year outcome was going to be the whole time. Um, now we knew we would have to work for it for sure. Um, and we gave it our all in those con the conference games for both um, LMU and Air Force, and we weren't able to close the game. Um, but we definitely knew the seedings didn't matter, um, to be honest with you. Um, having that game the day before, I think, even helped us. I mean, it was kind of like a warm-up game get ready for the speed and then come into the next game even stronger. And I think we did that um, at a conference. We've reached the halfway point of today's podcast and we'll return after this. In many podcasts, this time would be filled with ads for electric toothbrushes or recruiting services. Not here. Instead, we're asking you to show your support for TX Water Polo by donating to it. Go to txwaterpolo.com slash donate and help us continue covering the sport we love in the Lone Star State. Hey, this is Jesse Smith, recent Pan Am gold medalist. I was just checking out Texas Water Polo from the TX Water Polo podcast. Also, you can check out the website. You can follow me at GoSmithNow. Thanks, guys. Now, part two of today's show. 
Cameron, what's so actually all of you can answer, but Cameron, what what's the agenda for this week? You guys are going to national championships. It's something that you may not have even expected at the beginning of the season. So what does this this week look like for everybody? Um, yeah, for sure. It's kind of crazy to me because I'd always watch it uh, growing up a huge water polo fan. I'd be like, man, the NCAA championships, that'd be crazy if I could go there. Um, so now it's kind of a surreal thing. Um, so we had uh, normal practice today and we're having a more like a morning practice tomorrow. Um, I'm not sure what time we're heading out tomorrow, but we're going to uh, USC uh, and then we're going to have to get COVID tested there and then we're going to be isolated in our room until the game on Thursday. Um, so we're getting a PCR COVID test and then we'll be able to practice uh, for an hour and 15 minutes on Wednesday. And then we have the game at 1 p.m. California time on Thursday. That's streamed on NCAA.com, by the way. So I expect every single Texan to be watching that. Um, yeah. So that uh, what about playing against USC? I mean, the, the, the your your season was atrophied so that you didn't really have a wide variety of, of competition. And there's completely understandable why that is. So what do you know about them? And maybe both uh, Cameron and Cabot can talk about this. What do you know about this team? And, and uh, well, geez, break, break it down. How are you going to beat them? Um, so we're playing UCLA. They, they ended up being the uh, fourth seed, but we are playing at uh, USC. That's right. Yes, um, that's correct. Yes. But our coach has just been saying um, there's going to be an upset somewhere in the bracket. Why not us? You know, no team is unbeatable. So we've been working real hard at practice, doing real heavy presses, um, really trying to amp up the intensity of practice to match a top tier school um, in the whole nation in order to try and get us ready. And, um, you know, we think we have a real solid chance where we wrote out good team chemistry in the WWPA championships. We peaked at the end. Um, and so coach, like coach would say, why not us? Why can't we get a win? So, the rankings don't matter. We're going to go out there and give it our best. Same thing, Cabot. I mean, that's your that's your observation as well. Yeah. Um, in terms of like getting ready for them, uh, our coaches have told us as goalies to kind of act like them. Uh, they go out and they play a lot more aggressive than we do in the goal. Uh, so we've been trying to go for like steals and positioning wise making ourselves kind of look like them so that the shooters can get ready to same thing to get Zach you're you've had experience against all these top four teams before is it something that you can share with your teammates here who have never played against a, a you know one of those top four programs before uh, it's uh I've played against one of them all four years so it's it's definitely um Big boy water polo, you know, they're not like your average WWPA team that has someone small that you can just go go post up on or something. Every single one of them is about as big as the biggest guy on our team. So we're going to have to go play. We're going to have to use our speed um, and definitely outthink them and then uh, get the motivation to beat them. I wanted to go back and talk about Coach Rosa. He took over the program right when you were basically selecting uh, the the college, right? What have you learned about Coach Rosa over the years? He's the WWPA Coach of the Year. I think that's the first time Denny hasn't won it in like 40, 40 years or something. But uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, about him and your experience with him and how things have changed over the last four years, because I know they have. Yeah, Rosa and I, uh, we go, we basically started at the same time. I think he had one class before me. Um, but it was definitely a roller coaster between the two of us. Freshman year, 
we weren't really close. Um, and that was the time of which I was struggling to like decide what I wanted to do. I was away from home. Um, and then sophomore year came and I got a lot more playing time. And then that's when we butted heads a lot. Um, it was kind of me trying to figure out the system and try and add ideas that I thought and him um, trying to just grain the system into my head. Um, and then junior and sen senior year has been just something else. It's been like we've been on um, a connection like no other. Um, everything that he's done this year has prepared us to win that WWPA championship and then prepared us for the NCAA tournament. Um, it's It's been a lot of um, just learning the system um, and preparing that or taking that system to the younger guys. And I feel like Rosa has been able to ingrain that in me and ingrain that in the rest of the guys and build that chemistry um, with his recruiting. He's a great recruiter. Um, each class I feel like has gotten better. This freshman class has amazed me. They're going to be freaking super talented when they get to their senior year. Um, and I think they have a bright future. Thanks to Rosa. Let's ask the obvious question at this point, because that's what you said. It's a, it, he's a, a good recruiter. Well, all the faces on my uh, Zoom meeting here are from Texas. Is that basically something that's now ingrained in the culture that Coach Rosa and the, and the program itself is going to be looking for talent in Texas? Um, I definitely know he's going to be out there every year from now on. I think we kind of built a path, all three of us, um, for more people to come to this program. Um, and are more likely we even have girls coming to this program next year. It's not just the male genders, it's the females as well, um, which I think is super cool. Um, but yeah, he'll definitely be out there looking for talent. Um, and it shows, shows um, California schools what Texas people are made of. Um, we come to play, we come to compete, and uh, we do have the talent to play at this level. Um, and I think Texas is only growing. Cameron, I know, you know, you had a lot of exposure. Obviously, I had my affiliation with you via ODP. And so you're in front of coaches all the time. Um, I'm wondering about Cabot. You, you, uh, if, if, uh, if the trend is set or if, if things are as they normally are, you're sending video, you're emailing every week, you're doing that whole process. Is that how it worked for you to get in front of the coaches uh, for, for Cal Baptist? Yeah, um, I, I think I emailed every school. <laughs> That plays water polo. Um, but I started looking at or talking with Casey um, at uh, the year I went to ODP. And kind of since then, yeah, I emailed him as much as I could. Um, and then I knew that I kind of, like, wasn't the favorite coming in because as a goalie, at least if I was recruiting, I would probably go for someone that I could see play all the time in Southern California. Um, so I definitely uh, just try to like stay on top of it and get as much exposure as possible, knowing that my high school would like likely not go to state and really the only outside exposure I would get would be the out of state tournaments for Thunder. Um, so it was definitely a lot of emailing and yeah, a lot of videos to send out to people.
Cameron, I think it was similar for you. You had some choices out there. I'm curious about the sense of, um, and, and it's not as though there haven't been Texas playing at a high level in California for some time, but I would suggest that it's probably more concentrated than it's ever been. And especially since all three of you are from, from North Texas, um, what, what is your sense now about athletes against whom you're playing and the fact that you're from Texas? I mean, it, before it seems like it would have been a novelty, but it seems to be less so. You tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, I, I think it's great that um, all three of us are from Texas and are able to come out here and compete from uh, people all from this region. It was kind of cool, like during the LMU game, they're announcing the players and I swear all of them were from like Newport. And I just kind of thought for a second to myself, wow, it's cool. Like we made it all the way out here and we're playing against uh, notoriously good um, players from good clubs like Newport. And I just thought it was really Cool. I hope you continue to see the trend of uh, Texas players on out in D1 and um, hopefully win some more comp championships. Are you making a suggestion that uh, the guys from Newport all look the same? I, that's outrageous. I've never even heard such a thing before. <laughs> this was a, you know what's crazy? So, um, a little self story. I mean, Long Beach Wilson played Newport Harbor over and over and over and over again when I was growing up. And, uh, and I got out of the game for about 10 years and came back and saw Newport play. I'm like, they look exactly the same. They haven't changed at all. They're all the same. Anyway, but you, you guys are all looking a little more Newport, a little more tan than you did when you're, uh, you know, stuck indoors in, in North Texas. Um, is that one of the things that uh, you're actually, I mean, how, does it count? Are you glad to be playing outside now? Weather definitely makes a difference. <laughs> you know, that's the, the good part about California. The weather's nice all the time. You're always getting a nice um, little tan on when we're playing outside. So it's quite nice. Very good. Well, you guys, congratulations on a great year. It's a really a, a historic year for the state of Texas and obviously for yourselves. Uh, remind us again, Zach, when's your game? Who is it against uh, this coming week? Game's going to be on Thursday, 1 o'clock, UCLA. That's 1 o'clock Pacific time on NCAA.com and every single Texan is expected to watch. Cabot, Cameron, Zach, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you so much, James. This has been a production of TWP Sports LLC.